Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kushbu and I am your host. I am a mind-body manifesting coach and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. I am committed to helping you tap into the infinite power you hold when it comes to intentionally creating a more abundant life that gets you jumping out of bed with so much excitement. Over here, we chat about all things mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health to help you constantly manifest bigger and better for yourself. Grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kishpu, and I am your host. On this podcast, we chat about all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. And the whole crux of this show is for you to realize how freaking powerful you are when it comes to creating the outcomes you actually want to be experiencing. Thing. No more waiting around aimlessly, hoping, expecting something or someone outside of you to change your life, but instead knowing that the only person in your life who can change it is the person staring back in the mirror. And when you understand how your reality is being created, you can start to show up in a way that actually serves you in a way that's actually going to intentionally draw in the outcomes you so desire. And with this podcast, I really try to break down the process of manifestation into tangible actionable steps so that these aren't just cool concepts you hear and not just success stories you read about and one that will work for you but instead knowing exactly how to unlock the power of manifestation and as we record this podcast I'm going to be completely honest is that I don't know when this episode is going to go up because I feel like I've created such a backlog of episodes because I you know when I first started recording my podcast I used to have specific days when I would hit record but then it became over time very intuitive and so whenever whenever I was in the mood I would just sit down and record it knowing that it would come in handy in a in due time and I feel like lately I've just been loving on the podcast more than normal and I've just been recording a whole bunch of episodes inspiration has just been flowing through me and I've been having such good conversations with my clients which I love to unpack even further because I know so many other people can probably resonate and so I have a lot of episodes coming your way. Some really good episodes too. I actually have a really exciting interview that I'm doing tomorrow as well that will come up very soon. And so as and when this comes up, I hope it is useful. As I sit here, I just got home from brunch. It's a Wednesday afternoon. I met a really close friend of mine for brunch. And, you know, I shared this on Insta story. I'm going to share it on here as well before I dive into today's topic. But it was moments like today where I'm just so, so grateful, A, for the work I do, but B, I'm so grateful for the job rejection I got back in 2009, a job rejection from a company that I thought was so perfect for me. The whole setup seemed so ideal. And in my head, I envisioned that it would be just the ideal setup, thought I smashed the last round of interviews. And when I received the rejection, I was so distraught. I just could not fathom why everything was ruined. And it just seemed like I would never find something as great. And just to put it out there, the job was in fashion. So I don't know what my mind was thinking. Because yes, I love clothes. I like to think I'm pretty stylish, but not enough to work in fashion. Anyways, long story short. And so I just was not able to get a job in London. And I remember just getting so frustrated and decided, you know what, I'm just going to move to Bombay. My mom was anyways moving to Bombay. Let me just go with her and see how that unfolds. That turned into 11 years of living in Bombay, which, you know, when I was there, it actually pushed me to finally start the business of my dreams, which if I was in, 
London. If I got the job, I'd probably still be working a desk job, nine to five. But instead, I had no choice because of the rejection to move to Bombay, and which led me to start the actual business of my dreams, which is what I do now. Start off with fat loss coaching, which I absolutely adored. Then that man—I'm sorry—that transitioned into manifestation coaching. And the good thing is, is that with this job is not only is it so fulfilling to be able to change people's lives on a regular basis, but it also gives me so much freedom and flexibility that had I been working a nine to five job, A, I would just be so unfulfilled at this point because I would probably realize that I was not doing my passion, not living up to my purpose. And I would not be able to go for lunch in the middle of the afternoon as and when I please. I would not be able to go on holiday or work from anywhere in the world as and when I please. I mean, now probably with the pandemic, maybe that would have been okay. But you know what I'm saying. And the reason I share this is because when you are manifesting, you're going to face time lags. You're going to face closed doors. You're going to face detours. You're going to face rejections. And everything in your life is neutral. And it all comes down to what is the meaning I'm assigning to it. And when you can start to look at all these so-called unwanted circumstances as blessings in disguise that are leading you to your higher good and just allow yourself to trust the unfolding, that is how you unlock whatever that something better is. And so that is your friendly reminder. And it has nothing to do with what I'm talking about today's episode, but I'm just feeling so much joy and gratitude in my heart. And so I just wanted to share that. But today we are talking about what it really takes to manifest the kinds of action steps you need to take and how it's not what you actually think. And the reason I share this is because a, we're going to September, which is not only a new month, but I feel like across the board, it's that reset month. The vibe is kind of back to school. I mean, if you're going back to school, enjoy. I hope you have a nice class. But if you're not going back to school, it still feels like we're hitting reset. After the summer, after the indulging, traveling, everything out of routine, just getting back into something of somewhat of a structure and a more routine life, which is also very exciting because it kind of feels like a clean slate. And in the past 48 hours, I've been having a lot of conversation with clients who just feel not their best at this point. Maybe they've gained weight or maybe they're just feeling like an anxious mess, feeling like they've gone completely off the rails, completely lost any control of their energy and just feeling bleh and now want to get back in the zone. And in these moments, realize that you can hit reset whenever you want. It doesn't have to be September or a new year or a new month. It could be literally in this second, as you listen to this podcast, you can decide now is my new year. I'm deciding to wipe the slate clean. And in these moments, it's really important to come back to the basics and not let your crazy mind overcomplicate and make it seem harder than it is because our minds, I don't know why it's like that, why they're like that, but they just love to find complexity rather than just focus on simplicity, it's always like, how can we make this more confusing to the point that this person who we're taking care of doesn't do anything? And that complexity leads to inertia. And then we feel stuck. And then our life just reflects back that stagnancy. And it really comes down to the kinds of habits that you're implementing, the micro shifts that you're making on a daily basis. It's not those big actions that we think. It's not about creating an all or nothing mindset, but instead it's asking yourself, how can I now create sustainable action steps that I can repeat on a consistent basis? And, you know, one of the most valuable pieces of advice I've received till date is something along the lines of 
if you want to change the quality of your life, change the quality of your habits. Because like I said, it's not that one action that's going to change your life, but it's how you are spending most of your time. How are you showing up a majority of the basis? Because it's really these micro shifts and these teeny tiny habits, which at the time seem negligible, that determines what unfolds for us. And, you know, it's amazing how this really works because a lot of times it's just about getting the activation energy going. It's just about getting going, especially when you've reached a rut or you feel like you've gone so far off the rails. It's just about shifting the momentum because right now you've moved, you've created, sorry, you've created so much momentum that is so contradictory to where you want to be. And the amazing thing about energy is that it's always in motion and it's always changing forms and you get to decide, okay, do I want to expand in this unwanted vibration and energy or now do I want to move the momentum and move the cycle in the other direction? And it's really about just saying, what is one teeny tiny habit I can get back on with or adopt? What is one teeny tiny step I can take forward? And you know, in these moments, the worst thing you can actually do is go to the complete other end of the spectrum, which is what we do, right? Like let's say you've had a day, a weekend or a month or a couple of months where you've just eaten your face off and you feel kind of gross. We've all been there. You've binged, you've drunk to your heart's content, hardly had any water, exercise. What is that? And then you're like, you know what? Tomorrow, I'm going to now work out seven days a week. I'm only going to eat protein and vegetables. I'm not touching sugar and I'm not drinking alcohol for the next six months. Don't even lie. I know that sounds familiar. <laughs> but here's the thing is that that jump is way too big and you're setting yourself up for failure. And yeah, you might be able to do this for a day, two days, a week, but in a, two weeks, in a month, you're going to fall flat on your face and it's just going to be this downward spiral. But instead, it's really the same about saying, what are small ways in which I can shift my current regime? What are small changes I can make? And give my time, my brain, the time to adjust. And what you're also doing in the process is not only are you setting yourself up for consistency so that it's actually sustainable. And this is also why, by the way, when it comes to coaching my clients, the last step of the way we work together is actually not even the last, but say from day one, actually, is we're creating a sustainable foundation of habits to help you embody the version of you who is in alignment with your manifestation. Because again, your habits are determining what unfolds. Your habits, the way you show up is determining what shows up for you. And so going back to this idea of making small but sustainable changes to your existing lifestyle, what you're also doing in the process, other than giving your brain the time to adjust, but you're also strengthening your self-confidence muscle you're reinstilling a state of trust within yourself. And not only are you showing your inner being that you are reliable, so you are someone who sticks to your intentions and you actually follow through, because again, when it's small changes, it's much easier to be consistent and follow through with. But you're also building your self-confidence through the results that you're creating. And that really is how we are slowly creating a new cycle in a positive direction because when you are sorry when you are consistent with these small changes you feel so amazing about yourself and then you're motivated to make more changes which builds even further confidence which pushes you to change your lifestyle even further in a way that helps you feel even better and that cycle goes on and on and what i will say in this is that, sorry, another thing I'm going to add is 
rather than just wing it and say, yeah, okay, I'm just make some small changes, actually sit down and create a game plan. Actually say for the next week, the next month, what are, and break it down literally to the point that you're like outlining, what are three habits or five habits I can do that are going to help me thrive, that are going to help me feel better. And I've actually been, what I've been doing with some clients right now, because like I said, you want to be as specific as possible. We've actually created like a 30 day challenge for September. And so we've broken it up into categories. So we have mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, and then a bonus one. She can choose one more of those categories and choosing one habits that helps feed that part of her well-being. And it could be something as simple as such as the next 30 days, I'm committing to drinking two liters of water daily. Or for the next 30 days, I'm committing to writing down 10 things I'm grateful for. For the next 30 days, I'm committing to reading 10 pages a day. For the next 30 days, I'm committing to five minutes of meditation, whatever it is. And yeah, it's not going to make a difference if you one day, two days, but you do the same thing over and over again for a month. The compound effect is real. You are going to create a massive transformation and it's going to be not only felt within, but you're going to see it being reflected back to you. And also when you have an actual game plan in front of you, you're mitigating the onset, the potential onset of decision fatigue, the phenomena that happens when we're faced with so many decisions and we just end up doing nothing at all. And you know, as humans, the less choices we can give ourselves, the better. Because again, when we're faced with so many choices and need to make so many decisions, it's too much for our brain to handle. And so it switches off. But instead, when you know that, okay, I have this XYZ I need to do, you can every morning hit the ground running. And that's, you know, that's one thing which, you know, a lot of times people ask, like, how are you so disciplined with your workouts? And I mean, there's so many reasons why I'm able to be consistent with my workouts, no matter where in the world I am or how busy life gets. But it's also because I don't really give myself the option. And I think sometimes as humans, we're too, we're too, a little too accommodating to ourselves. And sometimes you just have to create these non-negotiables for yourself that I know this makes me feel good. So it's not even a question. I'm going to do it. Yeah, I might scale it back, but I'm going to do it. And the amazing thing is, like I said, with momentum, once you get going, you're just motivated to keep going. And I know that from speaking to a lot of clients and people who start want to start working with me, that it's not so much that they don't know what to do, but it's, again, the consistency. They're just not able to stick to anything. And then we create these stories, identities, and then because we have this identity, like I'm just not someone who follows through, I never stick with it. We naturally give ourselves a permission slip so that in the future, when the temptation hits to scale back, we just say, yeah, okay, fine. I'm going to just give up because, hey, that's the way I've always been. So I might as well. But first and foremost, you got to detach from that story and say, okay, yeah, maybe in the past I wasn't consistent, but now I'm choosing to be a consistent. I'm stepping into a more consistent version of yourself, carve out a new identity and be bold enough to step into it and then choose actions to reinforce and harden this new identity. And if you're waiting for motivation to hit in order for you to take action, sorry to break it to you, you are shooting yourself in the foot. And I, the reason I say that is because motivation is a finite resource. It comes in waves and some days you're just not going to have it. And, you know, rather than let your current level of motivation affect your willingness to take action, use the image of your future self to fuel your motivation. I'm going to say that again, rather than let your current level of motivation affect your willingness to take action, use the image of your future self to fuel your 
motivation. I talked about this so much on the podcast, but when it comes to manifestation, embodiment is everything. And you have to start thinking like the version of you who has her desire. You got to start thinking of the version of you who is her best self and take action from that mindset. And the beautiful thing is by you taking action, even though motivation doesn't exist, you are becoming more powerful than your mind. And in future, you're going to be feel so much more in control because you're not giving your mind airtime. That part of you that's trying to keep you safe, try to keep you comfortable, hold you back from doing something new. But instead, you're the boss of your life. You're deciding, nope, I choose what I do. And here we go. And then over time, your brain, your mind, it stops retaliating. And the power of momentum, that is what pushes you through. And so if you are somebody who struggles with consistency, A, what I'd tell you to ask yourself is, are your habits sustainable and realistic or are they too big? And if so, how can you scale it back into something that is doable? And then know that you can always build upon it as you get more consistent. Life is flexible. It's malleable. It's just about getting getting moving and being regular. And secondly is on those days you aren't motivated and you just don't want to be consistent. What do you do? Well, you move, you just keep moving. And in that movement, you propel yourself. And that momentum is only going to get bigger and bigger. And since we are talking about small sustainable habits, I thought it'd be a good time as well, just to add a few habits, which have really transformed me in 2022. And, you know, we're entering now the last four months of the year. And I know if not for, I know for a lot of people, it's not been the kind of year they expected it to be. I think they had high hopes. It hasn't unfolded that way as yet. And maybe that's you. And if so, a lot can change in four months. Speak to any one of my clients. You commit to yourself for one month, two months, your whole life can look so, so different. And it's just about showing up and doing what is required. And so, yeah, like I said, we got four months. But anyways, yeah, so 2022 for me, it's been even better than anything I could have expected. And I know so much of that comes down to the daily habits that I've committed to and the new habits that I've picked up on. And so a few that, you know, when I was thinking about it and just trying to reflect, a few that came to mind that have really, really changed me is committing to a daily breathwork practice. I've talked about it before on the podcast about my love for breathwork, but breathwork essentially is one of the easiest ways to re-regulate your nervous system as it manually activates your parasympathetic nervous system to calm your body down. And personally, I use Wim Hof because I think he is like the breathwork guru. I use his 11-minute beginner video, which is, again, 11 minutes. doesn't really take much time, so so it's short enough that I'm able to stay consistent with yet long enough to create a lasting impact. And the beauty is, is that because it's only 11 minutes, I can factor in no matter how busy life gets, number one. And number two is even on the days I don't really want to sit down and breathe, which it's it's more often than not, I'm not going to lie, but I can also tell myself it's only 11 minutes, even though I can't be bothered, I can do this for 11 minutes and the consistency naturally comes about. The second habit, which has really helped me and one that I'm going to continue to be consistent with is to read at least one book monthly related to personal development. The reason why this is so helpful is, you know, as humans, we are put on this planet primarily to grow and to evolve. And we think our learning stops at school, but we're learning all the time. The opportunities all around us to grow, to learn, but are we seizing those opportunities? And 
by constantly exposing your mind to new ideas that inevitably expands you, which because your life is a mirror, that internal expansion is going to be mirrored back to you in the form of expansion in every area of your life. And, you know, a lot of times I read even two books related to personal development, and it's almost like once you get into the habit, your mind is a sponge and it just wants more and more. And I think it's so exciting to be able to constantly up-level your perception of the world around you, because as you continue to change and improve your perception of the world around you, you naturally change what unfolds for you and how you approach certain circumstances. And so it also just fuels your development as an individual. And lastly, well, I mean, I say lastly for now, but if I'm really sad, I'm sure there's so many other habits which really help. But anyways, for this podcast episode is being more mindful about taking at least one laptop free day a week. And I know that sounds crazy because we are conditioned to believe that the harder you work, the better. And we wear busyness and hustle and productivity like a badge of honor. But the reason why I think take, being mindful about taking one laptop free day a week has been so beneficial for me because when you own your own business and you actually like what you do, it can be very hard to switch off. And I'm somebody that has a lot of OCD when it comes to my email inbox. And so even though I technically shouldn't be replying, let's say a message on a Sunday as tech, I, I say that, but with my clients, they know that I'm always available. But again, because I a care about the people I work with, I want to sh- reply as soon as possible. And B, I hate seeing those numbers go up in my email inbox. But here's the thing is that there's always something that can be done, but does it always need to be done right away? Nah. And aside from preventing the risk of burnout, this choice has helped me be even more excited about the work I do because come Monday, I am hitting the ground running with so much excitement and just ready to get back in the zone. And it's also amazing because it's naturally helping me restore and rebalance my masculine and feminine energy. But again, that's a podcast episode for another day. So there you have it. What really changes the game when it comes to manifestation is not doing something massive or the one-time thing you decide to do, not the random meditation here or the vision board there, or just deciding, okay, you know what, today I'm going to repeat my affirmations, but instead it's how are you showing up on a consistent basis? What do your current habits look like? Because that's really going to tell you what will unfold for you. And so before I tap out of this episode, I do have a couple of coaching spots open for my one-on-one private coaching program, Up Level Your Life, where we, first and foremost, you learn how to manifest properly using my signature dice technique to manifestation, which has come about after years of studying, using, and coaching clients on the process of manifestation. Secondly, we will identify your blind spots and your blocks, which have been holding you back from receiving your desires and also clearing them out. And then finally, creating a sustainable foundation of habits to help you embody the version of you who is an energetic match for your desired reality. So that whether it's manifesting your current desire or a desire in the future, you just naturally are an energetic match. And so if this is something you feel you are ready for at this stage of your journey, you can head to the show notes for more details. There is a link. And in the meanwhile, I'm sending you love and all the abundant vibes. Have an amazing day ahead. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. 
If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey. I'd love to connect with you. So please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on Instagram at kushku.kway in your social media post or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week. But in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.